Do you know the lyrics to the extended version of every 90s TV theme song? And you recite the entire script to Wayne's World on command, verbatim? Might you wax nostalgic about injuries sustained during backyard wrestling matches? Have you pontificated at length over what beer goes best with Mario Kart? Do you philosophically dwell for inappropriate lengths of time on phenomena like snowsuits, minor five chords, Rocky Four, baseball stats, wall-mounted pencil sharpeners, cinnamon toast crunch, Murray Wilson, seasons two through eight of The Simpsons, Bond villains, then friends, lovers, palindromes, have we got the show for you. It's Calling BS with Brandon and Scott. Your esoteric clerics for the fleet of mouth and mind. Brutally honest, meticulously obsessive, and painstakingly pragmatic. Check us out and BS, I love you. Maybe we will have time. Depending on how long these minutes are. They're exactly one minute. <laughs> one minute long episodes. You said depending on how long these minutes are. Okay, okay, you're right. I meant these episodes are some some minutes feel longer than others even though they're all the same length depends on what's how dense they are i get that okay as long as you understand even though we're not really friends i just unfriended you on podcast (gasps) (laughs) i'm so sad now bueller 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 Ferris Bueller's Minute Off, the fan podcast where we overanalyze the John Hughes classic Ferris Bueller's Day Off, one minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Tori Laguna. And we still haven't left Tim's house. We're, we're squatters. We're just going to stay here. You said we aren't friends anymore, so I'm going to drag you back into my circle. I thought about not coming and how awkward that would be. <laughs> You're just hanging out on the couch while yeah. we're talking. I'm like, aw. I'm, just, I'm not going to talk anymore. He's just going to put like earplugs in and ignore us. <laughs> Play his VR. There you go. But which one? There's some good <laughs> ones. That I, I'm particularly fond of the, uh, the, the, the X-Wing game. Yeah, that's a great like, one. I'm sorry, guys, you're not here. Just... Yeah, right, he'll put on his, his headset. He won't even know that we're here. Put those headphones in. He's in his own... He's in a can literally far, watch far Ferris Bueller's Day Off in VR. on oh, the VR oh, headset. VR Ferris. Like I'm in a movie amazing. theater and ignore both of you. There you go. Yeah, right. so now you're looking into my psyche and how I <laughs> will I'm just glad, go in to be by I'm myself. I'm glad you're still here instead. <laughs> glad you're with us. You joined us. Uh, today, 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 we are talking about minute number nine of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Minute number nine starts with uh, letting all the Camerons go, and it yeah, ends... Just, just one Cameron. My Cameron. Let my Cameron go. We'll talk... Okay. And then it ends with the opinions of Edward R. Rooney. Dean of Students. Um, so yeah, let my Cameron go is the end of the, the line from yesterday. So uh, there we go, completing completing the song. Right, but it's also a statement on Cameron's character. Elaborate. He's trapped in. I mean, he's he's trapped in his own anxiety and fear. And one of the first things he says is, "Let my Cameron go," which you know, means he's a slave. He, you know, we talked about mm-hmm. the history of the the song, the song, and yeah. the and the spiritual. He's kind of a slave to himself, and this movie's about him really fascinating. being more free. I don't know. Um, my brain decided when I heard that um, 
they tucked him real deep into the bed because it made him look like a mummy. I assumed they used a song that referred to, like, Egyptian history because he looks like a mummy, like a pharaoh wrapped in, like, this burial thing. And so I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know if they decided to use this, like, when they decided this song was the, like, that they were going to have him sing this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of improv and a lot of, like, ad-libbing that happened on the day of shooting because there's stuff that's not in the script. I don't think this bit of song is in the script. Okay. Well, I haven't read the script, but it does. Um, I mean, it fits his character. It does regardless. fit his character. And I like that. I, I like that. I'm glad mm-hmm. that uh, I'm glad that you see. This is why you shouldn't be hiding over there with your VR headset. <laughs> good to have you on the show, Tim. Thank you, Gary. It's good to be friends again. <laughs> it's good to be friends again. I'm glad we can fix that. <laughs> glad you came around. <laughs> so, so we get the last. We get this last little bit of Ferris outside, um, and he says uh, another line that I feel is really. I guess not, nothing's as iconic as Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. We're literally using that in our intro. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says, pardon my French, but Cameron is wound up so tight that if you stuck a lump of coal up his ass in two weeks, you'd have a diamond. So I grew up watching this on the Comedy, Comedy Central TV edit. Okay. And <laughs> he says, fist. I say, he says, and it's a very bad, and this is something that, honestly, some of the younger viewers may not know TV edits anymore because we have Netflix. Oh, man, yeah. Right? If you no think kidding. about that, people later will not have TV like, edits anymore. That won't be a thing. Um, but in the TV edit of this movie, it's a very bad voiceover of where he says, if Cameron, he says, if, if Cameron stuck a lump of coal and it just dubs over in his fist, and it's like not even the same inflection or anything in two weeks, he'd have a diamond. He does the like fist fist motion, motion, but it made me laugh every time. It's clearly not what he's saying. Oh, so many TV edited movies oh, that yeah. I've seen. Oh, I mean, with I get bad I mean, dubbing. As a, oh. as a kid, I watched a lot of Comedy Central. I saw a lot of like oh, the classic yeah. 80s oh, yeah. movies that way. And a lot of those movies are rated R. Yes, they are. <laughs> and yeah, The Big Lebowski is another good one to watch TV edit. And all, and all of a sudden, you get like this weird, like, you, you can tell like the sound clip has like silence around it and it's just like, eh. like, like very do... inserted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man. Yeah, I love TV. Another good one was. Uh, <laughs> Watched Casino on on oh, TV no. edit, How does and that, that even whole work? movie. Is, one of my favorite parts of that one was "Freak You, Sam Rothstein." Freak you, freak, freak you. you. That was a, that was a, that's a good one. But this is one I, of my I, this one and, and Big Lebowski. Uh, this is what happens when you meet in a, his fist. <laughs> this is what happened in Big Lebowski. There's this is what happens when you meet a stranger in the Alps. It's <laughs> a, a good one. All right. Um, but yeah, so that's this is so, this is a good TV edit. That's a good. That's a good one. I'm glad I, like I was that. on for that one because that one reminds me. That's what it reminds you of. <laughs> Every time in his fist. In his fist. In his fist. Like guys, it's not ass. It's fist. <laughs> all right. In his fist. So yeah, so we see yeah. we see Katie Bueller's um place of work. Yeah, she works at a realtor called Koning Koenig and Stray, and I looked them up, and uh, they're a pretty big realtor company across Illinois. Uh, this particular branch is in a suburb called Winnetka. Winnetka. Yeah. W i n n e t k a. It's about 16 miles north of Chicago, and in 2015, it was uh, ranked as one of the wealthiest and most exclusive suburbs in America. Wow. All right. Do you think she lives down the street? I don't know how... I don't know how close she lives. She's able to go home on her lunch break. 
That's true. Whatever. So she must. Yes, right. She must be pretty close. She must be really close. So it's we. It's I think it's safe so maybe to they assume do live in this, they in live like around this kind of here. area. Sure, one of the wealthiest areas in America. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. If it had just said like one of the wealthiest suburbs of Chicago or of Illinois, I would have been like, okay, like that's of America. It's like whoa, all right. I'm. Su- I, mean, I want to so, know yeah, how high so, the cost of living is in this area. She must either be a really good realtor, or Ferris's or Ferris's dad has a really good job. Yeah, Ferris's dad works in advertising. Yeah, we'll talk about him later. Um, this uh, inside shot inside the um, she gets a phone call from Rooney, and uh, we cut into her office, and uh, on the commentary track, the first the only thing that John Hughes really has to say is, "I really hated this set." <laughs> Clearly, it's the only time we see it. Yeah, of her office. Yeah, uh, hates the set of the office. Um, the woman. So when we when we cut into the room, we see that um, Katie Bueller is sitting in like a corner, but from the perspective, the angle that we have, there is another realtor talking to a couple um, that's like in the foreground on the right hand side of the screen, and she has a little nameplate, and it says her name is Barbara Rosman. That's all I have about her. Interesting. That's her name, Barbara Rosman. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's all I. That's I, there wasn't much for this. Who is Barbara Rosman? I didn't look up who the actress was. Oh, I think she's God. just an extra. Is do you think that's her actual name? That would be interesting. I not I, sure. I feel like with extras you can just throw out just look like, at just use your name like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Or do you think they just stole that like they, this was a? I guess it was a set. Like does somebody? I wonder why you hated random... it. Was it hard to light? He was doesn't it, really go into it. Yeah, he just. Doesn't I think they like were just it. like, this. So she's got living. she's got pictures on the wall, but then she has papers taped to a picture on the wall. Mm-hmm. They're like on top of the picture, like covering. Maybe the they're like, maybe they're homes that they're trying to sell or something. I don't know. She's uh she's to today in particular we know that she's going to be showing homes to the family from Vermont. Oh right, yeah. Um, so maybe these are things that she's got, like, notes for, like, places that she wants to take them today or something. Yeah. Even the pictures on the wall don't look like pictures of, like, I think one of them at least looks like the front of their house. Yeah, maybe. But, like, it's hard to tell. They're they're pretty, they're pretty Generic obscure. pictures. Yeah. Yeah, we're not So, yeah, let's it. get over, let's get out of the set that uh, John Hughes hated. Yeah, well, well, we'll jump back and forth. So she's, she's listening, um... She gets this phone call, and it's going to be a minute before we actually see who she's talking to. But uh, I don't think we see him this minute. We, I think you're right. I don't think we do see him. Just hear his voice. Yeah, we don't see him at all this minute. Um, but we get to hear. This is Edward R. Rooney, Dean of Students. What does the R stand for, Gary? <laughs> I wanted to come up with something really clever, and I don't have it. It's unfortunate. I'm just gonna let this silence yep. hang. No, yeah, we're just gonna hang. Okay. <laughs> like, no, we're just waiting on you now. Like you. I gotta, mean, I could say like. We'll just insert a commercial. I think Richard there. is boring, or like Rod Rodney. It's totally Richard because that's Dick, Richard? and he's totally a dick. <laughs> Edward Richard Rooney. Okay. Ew. Okay, and his, I don't know if his, I like his, it. He goes by Dick, dick. Rooney. <laughs> dick Rooney. <laughs> uh, all right, there we go. There we go. Oh, we solved right. this. We solved this. Um, and Katie is no, very... No, he goes by Ed. 
she. Oh yeah, yeah. it was bad. Uh, he, his mother, um, says, "Oh, I completely forgot. I'm I'm so sorry. I just completely forgot to call." Um, and then we cut to the outside of the school building as we hear his response when he's like, "Oh, so you are aware that Ferris is not at school today?" Um, I like this guy that runs up to the door of the school and he tugs on the door and it doesn't open. And then he goes to a different one. Yeah, Class has already all started. This. We've already seen the roll call. So this guy is so late. He's super late. Uh-huh. I've done this. But wait, wait, wait. Is it the, the same period? What time is it? Oh, we are in passing period. We are in passing period because... So we get this outside of the school shot and we get an inside of the school shot and kids are going to different So classes. how long are periods? Um, if we said the first one started at... Say, well, uh, 7.30, 7.45. If we say it's a 45-minute period... I'm pretty sure they do six classes a day um, because we'll see... At least six classes. I think it's six or seven because right. we'll see his... Um, tomorrow on Rooney's computer screen, we'll see Ferris's... Um, what's the term for that? His... Uh, his class record. schedule? His record. His record. Yeah. And it has his class, like his grades on it and everything. And I'm pretty sure there's like seven. Okay. But there may One also be lunch. there may also be a free period. I don't think he has a free period. How do you know? Because it wouldn't I wrote list down it there. What's... Would it list a free period on his record? It lists lunch. That's true. But maybe it gets a grade in lunch. <laughs> I don't think there's a grade on the lunch line. Uh, we'll, we'll look at that tomorrow. Um, so we cut into the school. Um, so the exterior of the school is uh, Glenbrook North High School, which is the high school that John Hughes attended. Oh. And then... Inside the school is called, it's, I swear to God, Maine North High School. Just M-A-I-N. Maine yeah. North High School. It was closed in 1981 because it had the lowest attendance of any of the, the high schools in that oh. particular area. And we see, once we get to the inside, we see that banner you were talking about yep. a few days ago. Go Shermer. Go Shermer. Go and Shermer. it is yellow and black. School colors are yellow and yellow black. Yellow and black. Um, and what are they? There's some sort of lion's... Um, some sort of big cat. Some sort of big cat. I don't. I'm not sure. Maybe they're wild cats. That's a popular <laughs> name. Wild cats. It oh, do we get a mascot in Breakfast Club mentioned at any point? I hope they're the wild cats. I think that'd be silly. And yeah. then we can say that High School Musical was inspired by John Hughes. I want to say that it probably it might be mentioned. But it's been a long time since I've seen it, to be honest. Yeah, I did not watch that movie in preparation for this one because they're different. Okay. But connected, as you've said. Yeah, I think maybe we'll have to watch them and, and talk about it. Uh, we see another Letterman jacket, someone else in the hallway. We see a clock. We do see a clock. The bottom of a clock. What time is it? It's not, it's not between 7 and 8. You can't see... You can't see the, the hands time. of the clock. You can't see the hands of the clock, but we do see the bottom of the clock, so we know what time it isn't. Okay. We know it's sometime after eight. After eight. And before four. Okay, we also can't see either hand of the yeah. clock. So it's it could be like eight o'clock, eight fifteen. Right. So but class, I, I was say, initially say thinking eight. First class started at seven thirty, they're forty five minute periods. Then it could be. So it's 8:15. passing period and it's eight fifteen. Got it. Um there we go. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, I also want to mention, I was trying to keep an eye out on all the extras that are in this in this uh, particular shot, 
and um, where I've got the screen paused for us at the moment, you can't really see her, but coming down the hallway and entering uh, a classroom on the left-hand side, um, there's this curly-haired girl that has this uh, white shirt that's got a bunch of really obnoxious, like, different colors on it, and I'm pretty sure she's the same girl that's going to talk to Ferris on the phone next week, or the week after next. So that's fun. Um, I like that we, we do get to see at least a couple of the other students. Like, we'll see them again. Uh, a lot of these extras are actually high schoolers. Um, and then they just drop, like, your principal cast into the school. So you have yeah. all of the characters as they're interacting with students are sort of like... They're older, and, and so they have this... Uh, when Ferris is on the phone with them, it's like he's got... Like, everyone's looking up to him because yeah. he's this 22-year-old guy, and he's talking to these freshmen. Yeah. And... Uh, same thing with Jeannie when she's walking through the hallway and she's just like, why am I even here? Like, I'm too good for you people. <laughs> and, uh, and I like it. I like it. I think that it was really like, it was a good decision to use actual high schoolers. Um, kind of get a lot of that awkwardness and most of the sort of behavior of like interacting with your peers at that age, which is yeah, cool. It's, it's a good, good, it's a good touch. I also really feel for the kid in the middle of the hallway with his papers all over the floor. Um, cause I have been that kid so many times. Everyone's rushing off to class and he's just sitting there with his hands on his head. Like, what have I done? <laughs> Well, you dropped your papers on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. He dropped his papers. Even the teachers just walk away. They don't even bother to. And like, yeah. no one's going to help this kid. They don't care. And then we see Grace for the first time. Yay, Grace. Grace. We'll talk about she's, Grace. She's I, I want to talk more about um, about the actress, Edie McClurg, um, later when we actually hear lines from her. But she was an improviser at, at first. And um, she did her own hair because she thought that... Uh, her character is the kind of person who would be like big and um, kind of thought like highly of herself like back in the 60s when she was in school. And so she like has this style that she just never changed. That's awesome. So she did her own hair, this really big bubble hair. And uh, when she showed up on set with her hairdo, the first thing John Hughes asked her was, how many pencils do you think you could fit in there? Because apparently John Hughes used to know a woman that he worked with who would like put pencils in her hair right. um, and forget them. And oh, so funny. they discovered that she can fit four pencils in her hair, but that's not the only thing in her hair. Hmm. Uh, so I guess they were just like hiding stuff in this big, that's awesome. this big hair this, that, this, that this, she's got. This poof. Mm-hmm. And, and I really just, I love this gag of her just like pulling pencils out of her hair. Yeah. Uh, and, and I just, it's another moment that we get so many moments like this, another just little improvised thing yeah, that they decided like, to do on the day goofy. they were shooting. Yeah. Which, uh, which I think, I think that really like. It almost seems like when she's pulling them out, she's kind of looking at them like, what? Like, it's like well, the first they're like, why is uh-huh. there more? Well, she pulls one out and it, like she's going to go use it. And then yeah. she's like, wait a minute, I think there's still. And she another pulls out one? another one. It's like, okay. <laughs> Which I think is really yeah, silly. I love it. It's a great it. gag. It's a great gag. The pencil gag is one of my favorites. Like it's another one? I think yeah. it's one of my favorite Grace <laughs> moments. Well, Grace is married. We see her wedding ring mm-hmm. on her left hand. Or she's at least pretending to be married oh uh, either one it's, but yeah. to, it's, to, it's interesting. to make sure rooney doesn't get any ideas yeah exactly. well he's also oh, she loves rooney though yeah their um, relationship is very interesting yeah so we we'll have a little more. bit that's the end of the minute but we have a little bit more dialogue of the phone call left um Rooney, Rooney, of course, she says she completely forgot to call. And he says, so you are aware that your son is not at school? And she says, yes, I am. Ferris is homesick. Now, I had a meeting first thing this morning. I knew I should have called. I just, it completely slipped my mind. I am really very sorry. And uh, listening to her deliver that line, like, 
you can sort of see like her she's trying to like work on Rooney the same sort of way that like Ferris works on people like it's not as if he's the better yeah, it's, manipulator it's totally it's, it's totally the mom thing well, he, exactly she's like, like I forgot like I'm sorry like it's not like please don't make a big deal out of this kind yeah of thing. exactly it's not yeah she's mm-hmm. just like oh god okay yeah, yeah sorry uh he's at home yeah, John Hughes mentions that um, this is the. It's interesting to start here because we see that uh, even though he's the dean of students and is always dealing with with uh, with kids, uh, Rooney doesn't really know how to deal with adults. Um, he doesn't really know how to deal with kids either. No, he doesn't really know how to deal with kids either. Uh, he's so, not a so people person. She she apologizes and he says, "Are you also aware, Mrs. Bueller, that Ferris does not have what we consider to be an exemplary attendance record? He has missed an unacceptable number of school days." That's correct. He does say that. He does mm-hmm. say that. Um, that's the end of his, his little bit. Tomorrow we get a bunch of cliches. A bunch of cool. cliches. Well, yeah. I don't know if it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. That's that's Rooney. Well, we'll actually see him tomorrow, so that's nice. That's good. Cool. I'm excited to see him. I hope he has a beautiful face. Oh, he's just going to be so... <laughs> he's got a soothing voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We'll not talk about the actor. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to talk. Um, in the script, <laughs> he just glazes over. Yeah, we're just gonna go right uh, past that. When Ferris says that, uh, talks about the diamond that Cameron would produce. Yeah, from uh, his fist. He he says he 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 follows it with, and Cameron would worry that he'd owe taxes on it. Which kind of sums up a little bit more. <sighs> mm-hmm. And uh, and then there's also a cut scene where Ferris is like rummaging through like couch cushions and like all these like shaking out piggy banks like looking for money to fund their day trip um and it's all done to the tune of pink floyd's money which i like it's a great song i think that would be a cool scene but i understand like that's another thing that we don't really need to see yeah we don't need to know how he funds this trip no it's just that but we, it is a great song <laughs> it is a great song i would have liked to have at least heard the song <laughs> there's so many things that, are, that aren't in, that got cut from the movie that i wish i could see yeah, maybe, but I'm glad, you know, it makes it a nice, cool, you know, yeah, tight movie. Mm-hmm. Good. Three minutes. It's like you've counted those out. Hey, mm. what do you know? What reason well, what would you, do you have you to know? do that? But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, it, there's a lot of stuff that you've been talking about that I'm like, I'm glad they cut all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are questions I have during the course of the movie, like how does he pay for a food at a fancy restaurant but i assume he totally have skips to out listen because there is another cut scene regarding yeah, money there later would be. on um and they go to the bank oh yeah good <laughs> spoilers guys so yeah for basically ferris is just movie. a con artist he is for ferris the is, he is just a con a, artist which if you're interested in another matthew Broderick movie he plays the music man uh later in his career victoria's so happy right now <laughs> i know i've mentioned that so many times i love him in the music man he's again a great con man yep. nice he's really good at it yeah awesome. the moral of that story is that he's a con artist and everyone thinks he's a con artist and he is, and he <laughs> wow. is. Yeah. and that's the moral and that's the moral that's, of that story that's what learned. he's a con artist oh the music but man is but so it's good fine though. That's it's the, the, fine. the end of the movie is, It'll but it's fine. fine. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, that's this minute, guys. Uh, thank you again for being here. Would you? Uh, would you like to join us for 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 one more day? Wrap up the week. One day more. One day more. We'll stick. Mm-hmm. We'll stick around. We'll uh, we'll crash on your couch again. We'll uh, we'll keep the blanket. Fort. Oh no, not the couch again. Blanket fort. Not after what you did to the couch, Gary. I mean, <sighs> sorry, Tim. Yeah. You got hungry. Sorry. <laughs> I, I couldn't help myself. Looks so damn appetizing. Yeah. 
<laughs> Join us tomorrow for minute number 10 as we wrap up this week. Um, find us on Facebook and iTunes and all those things. Check out moviesbyminutes.com. If you like our format, there are dozens and dozens of other Movies by Minutes shows, of course, starting with Star Wars Minute, the kind of progenitors of us all. Um, those guys are absolutely worth a listen. I think uh, I think every single other Minute show has started because Star Wars Minute exists. So give those guys a listen and, uh, and then come back and join us tomorrow for minute 10 I still I wanted I was I so close to saying mischief managed <laughs> no no don't say mischief managed mischief managed no it's oh, definitely God. not being managed in this no movie. it's not, not in this movie, no. in this movie. No. uh he Ferris solemnly swears that he's up to no good yeah but he's Definitely but that, that not mischief managing. is never the, managed. The mischief is running out of control, <laughs> and it's barely being contained by Ferris. Yes, he's 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 uh, just barely holding on. All right, Donka oh, yeah. The breakfast boy. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh.